welcome back to the Help Me Rhonda show. We are here hanging out in my studio, and today I've got a very special guest. All of you are going to absolutely love, especially if you like breaking the rules. You know, on my show, we talk about sexy brands. I interview sexy brands, those that know who they are, know what they do, and they want to leave an impact on the world with their life's work. So today, my guest is Ellen Klebeck who is the founder of Lives Disrupted. And I am really excited to have you on my show. How are you, my dear? Me as well. How are you, Rhonda? Merci beaucoup. Merci. <laughs> or bonjour, should I have said? <laughs> Obviously, you're French. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's talk about Lives Disrupted and yeah. where this came about and what does it really mean? Like, what? it sounds really cool, but what is it? <laughs> where did it come from? Thank you. Okay, so Lives Disruptive is um, my brand, but it's also a concept. It really represents this fuck it moment Ooh. where you decide to drop everything and just like change something in your life. Um, and that's what I'm obsessed with. So um, the way it started is when I personally felt like I had everything perfect on paper, you know, the classic story. And I felt like something was dead inside of me. And so I was in Sweden at the time. I had followed my ex and I was dreaming of traveling. I wanted to connect with people. I wanted to live fully. And I decided to do that. And slowly that's how the brand came together. Wow. All right. So you had this fuck it moment, right? Or an aha moment, if you will, if you want to be PC. But I'm not ever very PC. <laughs> so you had this moment, right? And I think this happens yeah. to a lot of people is that there's one moment in their life that yeah. they go, that was it. Take us back to that moment. What happened for you? And then how did all of a sudden you get inspired to start interviewing people all over the world? Yeah. You're telling their brand story as a journalist. Yeah. You're also helping them create their brand. Mm -hmm. And you've been traveling the world. We're sitting here in Bali in my studio, <laughs> right? So so tell me about that yeah. bucket moment. What happened for you? And, and then where was that transition point? Right. So basically, I... You know, like I said, I had this perfect job, uh, great boyfriend, secure life um, back in Sweden. And I felt like something was wrong with me because I didn't feel happy. Ooh. I didn't feel excited to wake up. So what I did is that one day I decided to buy a notebook and I called it a super, you know, cheesy, but it was uh, making dreams come true or something. Yeah. And I started to take notes of everything that I wanted to manifest in my life. And the two words that kept coming, kept coming up were people and places. And so one day I got an email, you know, from uh, the French embassy saying that I had only two months left if I wanted to travel abroad and work to another country. Um, so why? Because in France, you only have a certain time frame to do that? Like, how did that, yeah, did that so go about? Yeah, um, so it was a special visa from Rua ah, okay, that made right. the whole administrative process simple. And I was like, I'm going to take that chance. And I started to, you know, apply to hundreds of jobs. And I, I finally got one job from like 400 applicants oh um, to go to the USA, which was my dream. Um, my dream at the time, my password at the time was dream of LA. Every time I was going to work, I was typing that in. 
So I was like, just let's do it. You know, I saw the opportunity and I had enough at that point. Wow. So you got, you got a job in LA, you flew directly to LA. What did you do there in LA? Right. So first, okay. The first step was California. So first I went to San Francisco, then LA. And I worked for this AI company, Mm -hmm. a French company that was expanding to the US. And what happened was that um, after a few months, they decided to, you know, stop and go back to France and focus on, you know, European markets. And that was the second domino, like the second fuck it moment. I was like, I'm, I haven't dropped everything to just like end there. Yeah, right. um, so I took a flight ticket to Mexico the same day when I knew I had 30 days to pack my, my bags and leave to just figure out everything. And then I did a sound healing that basically made me realize that, you know, I was going on the path in the sense that I started traveling again, but I wasn't happy in my relationship. Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with my job. I didn't feel completely fulfilled. I didn't feel completely alive. And so when I went back to California, that's when I took a bus to LA, I knocked at doors, I just like went to specific companies to like say, I want to work with you. And two days before the visa expired, I got two job offers. Wow. Um, and I could stay and just like do. Now some could go, oh, that's a little, well, how, uh, you know, convenient or, um, you know, that's so synchronistic. However, yeah. I don't believe in synchronicities, right? Like we know that when you put yeah. something out there that you want, you take yeah. deliberate action, right? Yeah. The universe can conspire in yeah. our favor. Yeah. Do you feel that that's what really happened for you? Because yeah. you said you did this, um, you did, had the spiritual awakening, the sound healing. Yeah. Like open that up because it's interesting, you know, a lot of times people have a hard time with combining spirituality and business and, right. and really saying we are spiritual beings sitting here in this mm-hmm. physical world. Yeah. Like you're a true statement for this, right? Thank you. Yeah, that's how I see it too. Um, I wasn't into spirituality at all back then, but when this happened to me, I was like, there's something else. I'm, I feel like I'm receiving messages mm. um, from outside, which could be also my intuition. It could be from inside, but this moment, the sound healing triggered it through the vibration. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that I just set my mind and I was determined and I was clear and that's when all the signs appeared and all, you know, the opportunities came to me. Right. Yeah. So, um, is that how Lives Disrupted started or did it happen after that? Cause then now you're in LA, you've already taken some journeys, yeah. but you still are going from job to job opportunity, which is great. Yeah. But how are you, how did you get to Bali then from something like that? Like there had to have been another fucking moment for you. <laughs> well, so there's been a lot. So the theme, last few years have been um, heavy and, uh, you know, adventures. Mm. Um, so when I was in California, so moving from Sweden to California was a big shift because people were approaching me and talking to me in Sweden when I was talking to people to maybe like even make a compliment they would sometimes run away or look at me like I'm weird because Mm. they like to stay in a bubble Mm and they don't want to like be disturbed by strangers it feels scary for them uh in California I was the opposite where yeah you know at the bakery at the bus station you know at parties everywhere people would come to me and not only 
stick chit chat, but actually have really Open. deep conversation yeah. and telling me about, you know, the breakup that changed your life, the fact that they were, you know, uh, slaves as children, or the fact that, you know, they wanted to commit suicide, or like all those things yeah. that they hadn't t- told anyone. And that's when I, I decided to combine, you know, storytelling with branding and actually include um, human stories that anyone can relate to or like feel emotion for Ooh. into a brand. And the reason why I got to Dallas because um, after the USA and after my breakup, I moved back to my parents for a while. And I didn't want to go back into corporate. I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Mm. So I had those few months where I had to, you know, put my ego aside and, you know, stay with my parents and figure out, you know, how to build my own brand. Um, Because it's great to help people with their brands, but I also wanted to build my own. Um, so that's what happened and then I felt called to it in a way I guess that's how it works but I was in Paris and I was like why would I stay in Paris if you know winter is coming it's a little bit stressful here I have a lot of friends in Bali it looks like paradise on Mm -hmm. Instagram life is cheaper too and there's a lot of digital nomads and entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. so it feels like the best place to be at yeah, wow. Okay, so you've had all these moments. And, and, and the theme here is that you kept listening to yourself. Like you were listening to your intuition. Mm. You were allowing spirit or the universe, if you will, to sort of guide you. And I think that's, you know, I, it's really powerful, especially being when you think about so many people right now, right? They're really stuck in their life almost. Yeah. And they're going, I want more, I want more. Yeah. But they're not really listening because, especially now, not a lot of people have an opportunity to get yeah. out. So you've interviewed, now you're a journalist, you know, you've, interviewed hundreds of people and you wanted to start listening and telling their stories Mm. so what were some of the commonalities that have happened or that you've seen at those that start telling you their story Mm. because i know with lives disrupted with what you're doing is you're bringing people in and getting them to share that story but what are some things that have come from that that are commonalities in those kind of people uh it's a really good question and so the concept of disruption it's something that i heard of a lot when I was in San Francisco because mm-hmm. you have all the startups that want to disrupt the world. Uh, and what I've noticed in those stories that were told to me basically mm. was that people were going through a disruption in their own lives mm. before actually going ahead and making a change and an impact in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's like the starting point. And usually it's a breaking point, which means that you know, life sends you signs, okay, like maybe you should change something, maybe you're not in alignment, but if you're not listening, if you're not seeing that, it's gonna shake you harder until you reach a moment where whatever was comfortable before is not comfortable anymore, and then you have to change. Mm. Um, So it's definitely something that I've noticed that life is gonna shake you, um, and that's gonna be the starting point for you to actually transform yeah, so now you are, you've told stories and like I know that you're publishing an article in um, the World Economic Forum. Yeah, the World Economic Forum. Yeah. So share that uh, about what that topic is because there's some, you've got some deep values that you have. And how do you consider yeah. when you're looking at someone with a brand that is truly authentic? Like what does that really mean to you? And, and how is that now relating into some of these 
amazing articles and publications and you're supporting such really grand um, communities. Yeah. So I'm writing an article about the new wave of conscious entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And um, conscious entrepreneurs are people who have understood that you know, in the world right now, it's not enough to build a business and make money. And you know, um, we also have to take into account values and ethics and place that actually first. Because you know, the bigger your company, the bigger you're gonna impact the world mm -hmm. positively or negatively. So it's something to start taking into account. And we need to talk about this. And we need to talk about the best practices that some entrepreneurs have. Um, that can inspire others, you know, to also see that, oh, this is possible, you know. For example, the clothes that we are wearing yeah. from Anale, it's recyclable. Mm -hmm. um, and that should be the norm, you know. Um, so that's just like one of many examples of people that I'm inspired by. And what I do is that I dig into their why, you know, like, why do you care, you know? Uh, because that, you know, sorry, I'll start again, because that's what gives us emotions mm -hmm. and that's how we can relate with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, obviously you and I share a very kindred love mm -hmm. for brand development yeah. and what that really means. And, and I agree, I, you know, it's funny, I have a master's in business and mm -hmm. I, you know, I've got a, um, you know, a degree in, in marketing and advertising. Yeah. And there's one thing that I knew that was very different that you cannot learn in a textbook. It's actually how to bring the why out of a brand and how to yeah. actually have what I like to call is that heartbeat, mm -hmm. right, from a brand. And that's, you know, many miss that, right? Yeah. They, they forget that their stories is what really sells. You know, there's a reason yeah. why is kids, we love stories, right? We retain and we learn yeah. from stories. And I think more than ever, um, the, the way that the world has gone People need to hear stories from others that were disrupted or that yeah. said, I'm having my own aha or fuck it moment. Yeah. And it's time to make a shift because you're right. More and more people now need to stand up for what they want. Mm. Right. And, you know, when we're sitting here by ourselves, you did this and you said, what do I really want? Yeah. What keeps coming up? Yeah. You know, and I think people, they get so tied up in what they're supposed to do every day, but they forget to actually say, yeah. what do I want? And then, you know what you want? you can start really sharing with others, yeah. right? Because like, if you walk around and all your friends are complaining about their partnership and yeah. their job, yeah. and oh my God, thank you, it's finally Friday, mm. you think it's normal, it's the norm, yeah. you know? Uh, but that's a matrix that we live in. It's, there is a conditioning there that makes us think that this is okay, but no, it's not, and you can break free from this if you listen. So what your body is telling you and what your intuition is telling you, you know? Um, and sometimes it's um, very useful to get someone external to help you pinpoint your mm, story and why yeah. you're doing things. And sometimes you realize, okay, well, I'm doing this because my parents wanted me to. Well, maybe it's time to change, you know? Or I'm doing this because since I was small, I always loved that. And then this specific, you know, thing happened to me. And mm. then I, I blossomed and I love it. Okay, well then, keep going, you know. Yeah, no, you brought up a good point because I think that's, um, someone might be listening going, oh yeah, sure, I should just tell my story, right? However, 
it's not just about telling your story. It's having someone really help you pull that out. I just recently interviewed Celine DaCosta as well. She's also a Forbes columnist, right? And, and she helps people tell their brand story as well. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's, I keep hearing common things, right? True, we're very aligned. It's how does your story, what is your, about your story and the yeah. things that you've done in your story that can help impact someone else's life, right? right? Yeah. And that's where the essence, I think you're right. Especially being a journalist, yeah. you know, you know the right questions to ask people exactly. to get them to share that. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to be the effect on the world if people begin to truly start telling their true authentic story mm. or they start showing up authentically? Right. Um, I think that's where the world is headed because uh, we have so much access mm. to platforms that let us speak, social media included. Mm. And I feel like with what happened in the last few months as well, from the conversations that I've had, including with you know, influencers, um, they realized that you know, they were talking about what they do or products they want to sell, but you know they want to stand for something yeah you know right. they want to stand for something uh, that matters to them that you know hits them home and um i think what changes when you start speaking up on what you care about um you know for example me it's with feminism for instance um you become a thought leader actually because you talk about things that you have experience with that you care about that you have knowledge of and um people start seeing you for actually who you are mm -hmm. you know yeah. so once you start to dare speaking up on topics that matter to you um you are seen for you know your core values and yeah. i think that's really important yeah, I absolutely love this conversation. I think that the, you know, it's it's really about helping others see inside of themselves what they may not see yeah. and encouraging them to really stand up. Yeah. So what are some other projects that you're working on right now? I know Lives Disrupted, we're doing a lot of work together with our PR yeah. agency and really starting to tell more stories and getting yeah. them into bigger publications. Like there's an article you're writing right now for in Founder. Like yeah. Tell us about that and what are some of the other things that you're doing and projects that you're working on? Yeah. So for this article, I'm talking about what I've learned from hundreds of interviews of disruptors mm. um, and what are the similarities between them. Mm. So it's really fun because I've gathered so much data now that I can actually um, guide people to disrupt as well yeah. and make a change, whether that's in their lives or, you know, in their business. Um, and another project that I'm working on here in Bali is a show. Um, and that's going to be about game changers, uh, people who have like an out of the ordinary lifestyle. And actually the pilot episode is going to be about infiltrating the mafia and actually show another angle of what they're doing mm. in society and show the light in the darkness in a way. Wow. Yeah. That's really exciting um, because I think there's a lot more to that and that people don't really realize. Yeah. Um, I, one of my favorite books is um, The Art of War and mm, by Lao Tzu. It's actually quite detailed, right? Yeah. But there's some really big lessons in, in this book, which is 
the art of war is really about keeping your enemies the closest, yeah. right? And so that you can strategically move. And, mm -hmm. and certainly there's a lot of people that have leveraged that in a bad way, but there's yeah. really amazing ways to leverage it in a really great way so you can understand and learn how to, to really uh, navigate, navigate, you know, the, the outcome that, you know, you're looking to have just by really seeing through people. So mm. this is really exciting. I really appreciate you coming and, and joining us and sharing. Um, where can we find more about Lives Disrupted, how they find more of you, and um, where can they look next for seeing some of the things that you're going to be working right. on? So you can find me on livesdisrupted.com. Uh, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, Ellen Klebeck. And you can find what's going to happen on all those you know, social media platforms. I'll keep you posted there and um, a lot more to come. Awesome. All right. Wow. Can you imagine being someone that has a completely fuck it moment and decides to shift their life? But more importantly, someone that decides to shift their life and then they realize the more lives that they can help disrupt is going to help change and shift the platform of the world. We have that kind of power inside of us by looking at ourselves and saying, what is it about what I want out of my life that I'm not living? And how can I help inspire more people to go after their life and disrupt their own lives so that the world's completely crack on its back? So once again, everyone, thank you for being here on the Help Me Rhonda show. Super excited to share more with you guys about so many more things that are happening. And don't forget, if you are someone that's thinking, I, am I PR worthy? Is my brand ready to tell my brand story? Am I, do I need a brand makeover or should my story be told in top tier magazines like Forbes, Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine, or even Lives Disrupted, Disrupt Magazine, Founder, all of these incredible publications that we're now starting to tell your stories. We're telling the brand's true, authentic story and the world wants yours. So make sure you come and find us and see how we can actually help you guys. But I'm always gonna leave you this. If you're gonna create a brand, create a sexy brand. And if you're gonna be anything, be unstoppable. We'll see you next week. Cheers, everyone.